السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. My name is Ayaz Bita. Sakina Dada. Chris Abdurrahman Blavel. Mohamed Kankov. Fikral. Nazima. Jerry B. Rayel. Hiba. Saifullah Nasir. I prepare for Ramadan by decorating my house. And this Ramadan. My goals for Ramadan are live every day with intention. Increase my knowledge in Islam. Have quality star with my family. Get people in the local non-Muslim community to understand Ramadan better. To finish the Quran. Pray every salah that I can with Jamaat at the mosque. Make it al-tikaf. Be as active as possible. And I want to make it my best Ramadan ever. Let the hunger games begin. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the One Foot in the Sink podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Anis and he's always hungry. It's Foz. That's because I'm fasting in preparation for Ramadan, Anis. Oh, it's nice of you, Foz. Yeah, it is. Assalamu alaikum. Hello, my friends. Muslims. Muslims. Muslim lifestyle podcast. What do you think the podcast is about? I think it's about Muslim because you put your foot in the sink and you do a do. It's about a story called the Ghostbusters. So you excited? Ramadan is coming. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. We've done so much preparation for it. And it's the only month you get to have a date every night. <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> it was cheesy, but that's the whole point. So what are we doing today, Nice? Yeah, so today is something different. We don't have a guest on today. Today's episode is all about how we're going to prepare for ourselves for Ramadan. So it's a lot of me and Nice talking. Sorry, guys. Sorry for inside jokes in advance. um okay so the reason why we wanted to do this episode is because every year whenever ramadan comes it's almost as if like i'm not prepared for it which is really strange because every year we fast and then whenever it comes we're like oh man ramadan's coming what are we gonna do it's like the people at work right so it's like oh my god you're fasting how do you do it (laughs) it's the same not even water yeah even water what's your foot in the sink Exactly. So it's that all over again. It's that time of year. And so we've done a bunch of special stuff for this year. We've done a lot of research. Well, not us really. We've just got people together to do the research. Do you want to explain to them how we come up with the idea? It was basically what you were saying, right? It's about how do you prepare? What kind of stuff do you need to think about? Like last year, we had a little WhatsApp group of a group of friends kind of reminding each other, you know, remember about these duas, remember about food. Everyone's basically sharing information and everyone just starts putting things together. So we thought about that and how we could merge that with the episode, sharing some key topics. Um, do you want to tell them about the topics we're going to cover? All right. Okay. So we spoke to an imam and he talks to us about how to get ourselves into the spiritual mindset in preparation for Ramadan and get into the Ramadan spirit. We spoke to a nutritionist about food. Yeah, that's my favorite episode. Well, yeah, there's some really good tips about the long summer fast that are upon us. And we spoke to an expert about how to make Ramadan fun for kids. That was my favorite episode. It was some really cool ideas in there. Yeah. I can't wait to try them out. So make sure you save the dates, guys. Get it? Another cheesy cook. so the plan is that we're going to have four episodes the first one is this one which is about goals and then there will be an episode about spirituality and then there will be an episode on nutrition and then the last one will be about making Ramadan fun for kids and what we plan to do is we plan to release them one after the other in four consecutive days before Ramadan starts just so that you guys can listen to it and get yourself in the mood. All the episodes will be shorter than our usual episodes. So you can have a quick listen, get some tips and get prepared. 
So today's episode is about getting our past guests on. They're going to be sharing their goals and how they prepare for Ramadan. Sounds good. So before we jump into our guest Ramadan goals, what? how do you prepare for Ramadan and what kind of goals do you set yourself? Uh, okay, so this Ramadan will be a bit different for me because this Ramadan I'm going to be traveling quite a lot. So the way I'm going to prepare for this Ramadan is I want to have a proper plan in place to manage my time effectively, make the best use of my time and also reflect on my goals um, my top three goals for this Ramadan number one establishing a routine with reciting and memorizing the Quran something that I can do so I can sustain beyond Ramadan because you know usually what happens Ramadan you're all spiritual you're reading the Quran and then Ramadan finishes and sadly you know it's neglected a little bit so I want to do something where I can sustain it beyond Ramadan number two would be taking part in local charitable activities. I did something last year, which I really enjoyed. So I want to just build upon that this year. And number three is not to gain any weight. Last Ramadan, I gained (laughs) five kilos, man. Five kilos. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but you could tell. Yeah, oh man, it was all those iftar parties. Yeah, and you're not traveling to somewhere like Iceland, are you? Where you get to have like an hour's fast. Oh, no, no. It's, (laughs) uh, yeah, it's in the same region. So it's still going to be, it's in the same time zone, basically. So, Nice. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's good. More reward. More reward, inshallah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be It's going to be different, so I'm looking forward. And what about you? How do you prepare for Ramadan and what are your top three goals? So preparing for Ramadan is really doing something special in the house. Like normally every year we set up an advent calendar for my son, just kind of creating that excitement inside the house and doing something special around, like making, like especially with my son, like you want to make them aware that it's something special. So focus on that. And then in terms of my goals, one of them similar to yours is around the Quran. So instead of memorizing, I'm going to focus on, I started this last year and it was really I really enjoyed it and it was just going back to the basics and making sure you know your pronunciations are right making sure you know you're spending the time on making sure I'm reading the Quran properly um, and understanding the meaning so I probably will be quite specific in what I want to cover otherwise it's just going to be very generic and I'm just going to continuously focus on quality. Second goal is around similar to yours doing something charity so last year I started it and it was amazing um, we went to help homeless people made food for them while we were fasting and there's a group of people doing that made sandwiches and then we delivered them to the homeless shelter and we did it as a family and there's lots of kids lots of other families there and everyone's just socializing it's, it was a lot of fun you really enjoy it it's for a good cause and then the third one is I'm going to give up something. So every year, um, like I'll give up something and just try to be disciplined with it. So last year, I think it was uh, sugar I gave up. But this year, I'll probably give up coffee and see how far I can go. Are you a big coffee drinker? I am. I have a couple a day. Well, you better you better start weaning off that now because you don't want to go cold turkey in Ramadan. Yeah, and that's part of it is, right? You need to prepare yourself before Ramadan. And you know the thing you said about getting your house prepared for Ramadan. Have you heard of the Ramadan tree? The Ramadan tree, no. Yeah, it's like a Christmas tree, but it's shaped in the crescent and a little star next to, next to the tree. <laughs> I'm getting one. I need to Google that and get one. Google it. It's quite funny. It's like someone's taking a Christmas tree and you bent it on either side into a crescent. And instead of the star on the top, it's on the side. So it's like, <laughs> That's jokes. That's so yeah. good. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be one of those guys that, you know, Christmas, you get some people that are so hyped up about Christmas. and stuff. I'm going to be that guy that gets so hyped up about Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> you should put lights on outside your house as well <laughs> Randomly, yeah, that'd be good So let's jump into our first clip Our first clip is from Jerry Villarreal 
the hijabarian triathlete and urban farmer. She was from episode three. Some of you would remember her, her amazing story. So we're going to jump into that and hear her goals. My name is Jerry B. Rael, and I am a triathlete and I'm known as Modestly Trying. This Ramadan, I prepare for Ramadan the way that I prepare for triathlons. I make a plan. I write it down. I start with my goals and my goals are to be more grateful, show more gratitude to Allah and to also to live every day with intention and to establish a tradition during Ramadan for my children. So since I am writing down these goals, I'm going to break them down into smaller things that I can do, like to write down three things every day that I'm grateful for. And then also to have a plan for each day. Like if I I want to increase sadaka, so I'm going to write down opportunities for me to increase my sadaka. And then with establishing traditions, one of the things that I missed out on by not having Muslim parents is is the traditions of Ramadan. So I want to make sure that my children do not miss out on that. And I want to establish traditions that they can pass down to their children as well. So those are the things that I will be doing this Ramadan. So Anise, what did you think of Jerry's goals and how she prepares? Jerry is a, is a planner, isn't she? She plans everything. And that's some, something that came across when we spoke to her on the podcast. I really liked her goal about establishing a tradition. And that's a really good one for me because, you know, each you, you you're going to you're going to have a traditional Ramadan tree soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, each family having their own tradition, it kind of just gets you into the spirit of Ramadan. And I think that's really important. You know, from our childhood, we all have some memories about some tradition our parents have, have done. Um, and then making some new traditions really fun for the kids to get them involved. Yeah, and I, I agree, especially for her, right? Because she mentioned like why it's important for her. Uh, as well as the establishing tradition, I liked her preparation side because people can make goals or people can think, I'm going to do this. But when you actually write it down and you have it in front of you, you're committed, then you're reminding yourself. You know, and you always hear about it when people set goals, they write them down and put them somewhere where they can see them every day and then you stick to it. Even hers about increasing uh, sadaka that's a good one as well because yeah. you know, again it's a month of charity so that's really good and also don't forget launch good has a ramadan challenge and it's a really cool idea where you get to support inspiring muslims you can do it for 30 days so check out their website we have no commercial interest in it but it's just an amazing initiative that they've done check it out all right so let's move on to our next guest now our next guest is Saifullah nasir he was on the episode about Hajj Ride, a team that cycled from London to Medina for Hajj last year. And he's also our one foot in the St. Imam as well. Kind of our unofficial Imam. We always go for him for advice. He's also the Imam that's going to share some spiritual tips on, uh, on how to prepare yourself for Ramadan. So looking forward to that. Hit the play button, Foz. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dear brothers and sisters in Islam, my name is Saifullah Nasir. I come from Northampton in the UK. And inshallah, this Ramadan, in order to prepare and get ready for this special season, I hope to first start fasting well in advance of Ramadan. And also, I like to learn more about the Quran in Ramadan. And that's coming from somebody who studied the Quran already for many years. And alhamdulillah, I've had the opportunity to memorize the Quran. However, although I cover the Quran in depth in terms of citation and memorization, the deeper meaning of Ramadan uh, brings out the deeper meaning of the Quran. The two go hand in hand. So I'm hoping, inshallah, to be able to capitalize on this. Uh, my three um, main things I want to achieve in Ramadan are, firstly, 
to get people in the local non-Muslim community to understand Ramadan better. I feel that sometimes Ramadan is, um, you know, uh, misrepresented and sadly, even Muslims themselves sometimes get confused. Number two, I like to also be able to appreciate the finer gifts in life. You only appreciate things when you're deprived of them to some extent. And I'm hoping that my fasting will help me do that. And thirdly, as I mentioned earlier on, my connection with the Quran, that I hope to be able to recite the Quran to the point where myself and the Quran will become harmonious. That way, wherever I go, I like to recite the Quran. And I pray that becomes a life call for me. Jazakumullah, brothers and sisters. May Allah bless you all with a wonderful Ramadan. Ameen. Jazakumullah. Assalamu alaikum. So Foz, what do you think of safe goals? I really like them and I think the one helping people in the Muslim community, that, that stood out for me as well because, you know, people are quite focused and rightfully so like the Quran and things, but you kind of miss that aspect of it, like letting others know about Ramadan, people that are not Muslim and, you know, your standard, you've got to tell your people at work I'm fasting when they, uh, <laughs> you, you have your normal conversation there, but even like your neighbours. Last year, I remember seeing on social media people giving their neighbours baskets and things like that. They're really good ideas. You know, the funny thing about that is it's something that we often neglect I remember when growing up Ramadan you know Ramadan time my mom had this tradition of sending iftar to your neighbor's houses so you know she'll fry some extra samosas and spring rolls and whatever and then she'll send it around she sent me and my brothers to all the different neighbor's houses but the funny thing was we always went to the Muslim houses <laughs> you know our non-Muslim neighbors probably smelling some nice sweeties being gone past the house and no one knocked on the door <laughs> but then you know we did start giving it to everyone so that's a really good tradition and so that's a really good way of engaging with the non-Muslim community inviting them for iftar and sending them some iftar as well. Yeah and I think the other good one was around the, the preparation starting to fast in advance because what you do find is when you do start Ramadan you're quite tired and the f- first week sometimes you feel hungry and stuff but then after that you're just in a routine your body's adjusted you can just carry on with it and you could focus on your your salah you could focus on reading the Quran and things like that you're not worried about the food aspect of it and it's a good idea to get through that straight away and just get get over that hurdle so remember mondays and thursdays are the sunnah days to fast yeah so our next guest is ayaz buta the paralympian and rugby athlete so let's hear about ayaz's goals assalamu alaikum my name is ayaz buta and i'm a wheelchair rugby paralympian representing great britain as an athlete i have to observe my training as well as observing my fast, so Ramadan is both a rewarding and challenging time for me. This year, during August, I will be competing at the World Championships, so I have to make sure my body is in top physical shape and that I don't fall behind in my training. So my top three goals for this year will be, number one, increase my knowledge in Islam, listen to lots of lectures, pray Quran, etc., you know, try to become more knowledgeable. Number two, Make sure my body is in top physical shape. That means putting the right things into my body that I recover from my training, such as lots of water, fruit, protein, and stay away from all the samosas and yeah, <laughs> and all the sweet stuff that's involved with the iftar time. And number three, I'll be competing in Japan during Ramadan, and you know I'll be in a non-Muslim environment, so I just have to remind myself, you know, it's Ramadan, and you know, be conscious and do praying where I can. Obviously, I pray all when I'm away anyway, but just to be conscious of that and not lose the sight of the fact that it's Ramadan. And yeah, so that's my top three goals for this year. I hope everyone has a good Ramadan and remember me in your du'as. Jazakallah. So Anise, what did you like about Ayaz's goals? Getting into top physical shape. So, you know, last year I put on quite a bit of weight during Ramadan going to various iftars. <laughs> this year, I want to avoid that. Last year, I didn't gym during Ramadan. I took the month off. 
So it was a big mistake because uh, it was hard to get back into it after Ramadan. So this year, I'm just going to, in fact, I'm going to increase my physical activities during Ramadan. Hey, I was a cool, cool guy. And yeah, like, he's, he's awesome. going to be so, so, so busy. Like he's doing a tournament during Ramadan. I, I liked his last one, which is being conscious during a hectic time because you're like, simply you're traveling, you're out. He's going to be participating. He's not going to be because um, he lives in Bolton and around in Bolton is very, it's in the UK and it's a very ethnic it's an area where there's lots of yeah there's a big muslim community there yeah exactly um, whereas he's now he's going to be traveling it's not always in front of you so being more mindful of it listening to lectures that's a really good one and listening to lectures actually just a quick tip for people um there are plenty of cool podcasts out there and the ones i mean obviously ours is really good <laughs> but if you want religious uh, advice there's some really good podcasts out there by Muslim Central. They have any, you know, whoever your favorite imam is, you can find them on, on the Muslim Central podcast and then you can listen to them. And a lot of imams during the month of Ramadan give a lot of talks every single day. And Muslim Central is really good at publishing them every single day. So you're always current. I know, for example, Mufti Menk, he uploads all, the, all of his lectures to Muslim Central and then Muslim Central shares it on the day. So, um, yeah, th that's a really good resource if you want to just stay connected. So let's move on to our next guest. Our next guest is Sukaina Dada. She runs a charity called Smart Canada, which helps kids with disabilities in the Muslim communities in Toronto. So let's hear her goals. Hi, I'm Sukaina Dada from Smile Canada Support Services. I prepare for Ramadan by reflecting on what Ramadan is and kind of like a, a New Year's resolution. I treat it like a New Year's resolution. So generally for a New Year's resolution, people gear up to a goal. So I'm sort of doing that. I take some time to think about, you know, the most important Islamic month is coming. How, how could I make the most of it? And I just sit by myself in a quiet room after I've prayed and just think about some of my goals. So my goals for Ramadan are, first of all, to have quality iftar with my family. And by that, I don't mean the amount of food or the quality of the food, but rather make sure that we're sitting together. You know, nobody's on their phone, nobody's doing work, nobody's rushing, but that we just use that time to really take back family dinner and and be thankful for, for what we have and for being able to fast and being able to break our fast. Uh, my second goal, and I tend to repeat this goal every year, is to read the Quran, but every year take a different section of the Quran and really reflect on its meaning. And not just read it in the Arabic, but also try my best to understand as much as I can. And my final goal is to, I have young children, and so to go with my kids and do some charity work, whether that's to go and help out in a shelter or get our hands dirty and pick up some garbage, but really do work to give back to our community and to help others and to help our environment. So what do you think of her goals, Foz? Yeah, I liked the first goal, which was quality iftar with families. Because a lot of people get caught up with, you know, they come back from work, they've got like hectic things, you know, they need to go pray tarawih, and then it's just a very hectic time for some families. And, you know, taking that time to spend with your family and just, you know, talking about how, how fasting was, especially if you've got kids, um, it's an important thing to do. So, yeah, I like that one. And what about you? 
Yeah, that was a really good one for me as well. The episode we have coming up about making Ramadan fun for kids. We talk about quality iftar time with a family and things that you can do to just get the kids excited about it. Oh, so next up we have Chris Abdurrahman Blavel from LaunchGood. My name is Chris Abdurrahman Blavel, founder and CEO of LaunchGood.com. Uh, this Ramadan, I have three goals to one, uh, make itikaf um, at least for five days. That's something I usually do with a baby last year, so I got away from it. The second would be to take this as an opportunity to enhance my diet. So if you're only eating one meal a day, you just make sure that's a good one. And uh, the third would be to find a good balance between family and work and you know our spiritual practices for Ramadan. That's it. So Nice. What did you think about Chris's Ramadan goals? He said make itikaf. It's something that, you know, is done during Ramadan where you spend an X amount of days in the mosque. Usually it's the last 10 days in the mosque and it's just purely reflection. It's just a really good sunnah that for us in the West is quite hard to do because, you know, if you work in 95 job, you can't just like take 10 days off in a row. And then, I mean, you could do if you save up your holidays, we have a lot of holidays where you have a job that accommodates it. But yeah, it's amazing to do. And our episode with Saifullah about spirituality, he talks about some of the tips for doing if you do it in the last 10 days, you have a higher chance of catching Laylatul Qadr because, you know, you're always in that mood of ibadah. Yeah, so that was my uh, favorite one as well. But the other one is, you know, use it as an opportunity to make a good diet. Your body gets a chance to reset and try getting some good nutrients in you. And we're going to talk about that on our nutrition episode. And, you know, it's really good advice and, you know, the healthy things you can eat, not just to make you last the long days, but also just things that are good for you and make sure you get into your body. So... Avoid those Ramadan burps and burping in Tarawi. <laughs> so our next guest up, we've got Hiba Masood from one of our Ramadan special episodes where we dive into how we can make Ramadan more engaging for kids. Hi everyone, my name is Hiba. I'm from Drama Mama and I prepare for Ramadan by cleaning and decorating my house, prepping both my wardrobe and my fridge in advance and then setting out my Ibadah goals in great detail. Uh, so I write, it, write out how much Quran I'm going to read, how much zikr I'm going to do. All of that is written down because I like to check off lists. And my top three goals for this Ramadan is um, do a lot more zikr because I always uh, focus a lot on the Quran and I want to kind of you know broaden that focus a little. I want to make every night in the last 10 nights powerful as opposed to just the odd nights. I really hope inshallah I can do that. And I want to make it my best Ramadan ever. I mean, I make this goal every year, but yeah, this is my goal again this year, making it the best ever, ever. So Anis, what did you like about Hibba's goals in preparation? Make it my best Ramadan ever, ever. <laughs> you don't know when, when you're going to have your last Ramadan, so you want to make the most of it. And, and it's part of the reason why we're doing all this, right? The goals, we're setting goals, we're trying to get prepared for Ramadan. It comes once a year, it's 30 days out of your routine. So just do it, just, you know, make it your best ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be the person preparing, like decorating and things like that. Maybe not cleaning, ordering the wardrobe <laughs> bit. Why not? You need to, man. Chip in. Yeah, I do. Don't judge me. I've been to your house. So what are you saying? It's very clean. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> Phew. Let's move on. Um, let's hear the next clip. Next clip is from Nazima Qureshi. She's a nutritionist that comes on to talk about food. So let's hear what she has to say. 
Hi, my name is Nazima from Nutrition by Nazima, and I prepare myself for Ramadan by stocking my fridge with wholesome staples. My three goals for Ramadan are to finish the Quran once, to help others have a healthier and more energized Ramadan, and to teach my three-year-old about Ramadan this year, inshallah. All right, Faz, what do you think of Nazima's goals? I liked her preparation. Stock up the fridge. You know, all your supermarkets, they're going to have special deals targeting customers that are preparing for Ramadan. You're going to have your buy one, get one freeze. Obviously, don't waste food. What about you? Help others eat better. Encourage people in your own families to perhaps use Ramadan as an opportunity to perhaps change the diet a little bit. Yeah, especially like people that are less conscious of it. You know, it's a good chance to raise a bit of awareness. You know, if I could do one thing, I could just tell everyone, just please stop eating onions during the evening iftar meals because, you know, we really smell it during Tarawi. <laughs> so let's go on to our next guest. We've got Fikra Yel. She's from the Ramadan Sharing Fridges. So this is one of our Ramadan episodes coming up. It's a unique concept we started in Dubai. We interviewed the founder and we'll be sharing their episode during Ramadan. But let's hear her goals. My name is Fikra. I'm from the Ramadan Sharing Fridges. And my top three goals for this Ramadan, first of all, is getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with prayer, reading Quran. The second one is to be as active as possible, having enough energy, so eating the right food and having the right exercises. And the third one is making the Ramadan sharing fridges a success. So Anis, what do you think of Fikra's goals? Getting closer to Allah, obviously, is the best one. Sometimes you just got to remember that, you know, what is the basis of Ramadan? Why do we fast? I like the getting active one as well. Because it's hard, right? So you're, you've got no energy and you're fasting. You know, certainly the first couple of days are tough. And then once you get used to, to, to it, then yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot better to be active. Otherwise, like, you know, you just get bored as well. And when you get bored, you get hungry. <laughs> yeah. Our final clip is from Mo Kankara. He was the first guy that we had on this podcast, so he's a really special friend to us. Asalaamu Alaikum guys, my name is Mohammed Kankara of Halal Paleo, aka Burpee Man, according to Anis and Foz, aka The Obstacle Racer. I'll be preparing for Ramadan as I do every other year, taking some time in the weeks before and planning out my calendar for prayers, Quran reading, making dua and teaching my daughter about Islam. I'll also be planning my meal prep so I can factor in all the calories, macros and micronutrients I need to sustain my physical performance goals. Secret tip, key to health and fitness and longevity lies in the micronutrients. And yes, I'll also be planning my workouts. My top three goals for Ramadan are bigger squat, PR my deadlift, cut my 5k time down to under 25 minutes. Ha, just kidding. Anyway, my real goals are to pray every salah that I can with Jamaat at the mosque, finish one reading of the Quran and ponder over the meanings of the verses, and help my daughter to memorize Surah Fatiha, inshallah. Wishing you and yours a blessed month. Inshallah, please remember us in your du'as. So Foz, what do you think of Mo's goals? There's a few there and I'm thinking which one to pick. So I like the Jamaat at mosque. So it's like, even if you have to drive like 10 minutes, even if it's just one, make that effort. Like I, I'm going to try making a conscious effort. I, I always plan to do it, but it's easy not to do it. And so making a conscious effort of doing it, especially if, you're, if your mosque is just down the road, then, you know, you just do it. You're going to do it in Fajr time? So that's just it. I can't see why not. It's going to be quite early and I want to. I want to make an effort. Yeah, that's going to be my I goal. think Fajr is one of the easiest ones because you're off a sewer anyway. So just go. Easy for you to say. It was down the road. Oh, before you go, Foz, what's your Ramadan hack? To listen to this podcast and get some other hack. 
you have anything that people can find out now? You kind of put me on the spot there. So I'm trying to think while I'm answering the question, but um, yeah, why don't you start, Anise? I always start. You're always underprepared, so you start. I'll just share one, which I find really useful every year. So what I do every year is before Ramadan, I go into my calendar at work and I block out all the times during the day which I want to pray in congregation with the brothers at work. So for Dohar and Asr, usually I do it at work. So I block out that time so then nobody can book a meeting. And the other thing is one of the brothers organizes a meeting request so that everyone can pray in congregation at the same time. That's my hack. It's a good hack. So what I did last year was I sent an email around the office um, to everyone, just letting them know about, you know, what is Ramadan, why you do it. It's not just about starving yourself. Um, there's a lot more meaning to it. The response I got from that was amazing. You know, there's a lot of people that were unaware. In your email, did you say that there'll be plenty of feet in the sink? <laughs> I should have, yeah, and then I could give them a link to the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Um, but no, yeah. So there's just kind of an explanation around, you know, the you know what you normally do. But for me personally, I don't like people making a fuss around me. Like, oh, you're fasting, let's not go for a walk and grab a coffee. Like, I don't mind. You can eat in front of me as well. I don't care. Um, but yeah, it's just really to let the workplace know, let them know what Ramadan is. It's not just about fasting. There's a lot more meaning to it. There you go. I thought my heck. Very similar to mine. Should have thought of something very different, but it's okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> okay, so that's all our clips done. I hope you guys can take some lessons and some inspiration from that and implement it in your own goals. And make sure you save those dates. Look out for our next episodes. Also, we'd love to hear your goals. So send us a little note at info at one foot in the sink or on social media and let us know what your goals are. We'd love to share them as well. So that's Twitter is at the number one foot in the sink facebook is at one foot in the sink fully spelled out and instagram is at one foot in the sink as well keep an eye on our social media throughout ramadan for some tips and hacks that we'll be posting during ramadan thank you for listening guys bye